Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? I'm Laura Crawford. We are your hosts. Laura, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. I, you know, for some reason in my mind, I thought, I was like, I wonder if we're going to go to the studio for this one yet, or if that's just maybe down the line. Oh, yeah. I'm getting rid of the studio. Never to return? Yeah. I mean, maybe someday, but I've been paying for that thing since March and haven't been able to use it any of those months, so. Ugh. Want to have a final party? A hurrah. Yeah. I mean, we would, if we were in a part of the country that was handling coronavirus better, I would probably look at keeping the studio but yeah feels like we're going to be recording this way for months and months and months well i bought stock in zoom not to disclose too much of my personal financial life but i was like this is not gonna end soon so here we go oh wow let's put these pennies in some stocks daddy let's do it wow you know welcome to the conflict of interest pod (laughs) mover and shaker (laughs) laura's got money in zoom and we're recording on zoom Uh, i got my dirty little fingers and all kinds of messy meat pies that sounds disgusting that that makes a good transition (laughs) into what we're talking about today hooray yes guys it's the it's the viral conspiracy that youtube doesn't want you to know about frazzle drip frazzle drip this is pretty fucking crazy and i had like i'm obviously familiar with QAnon and pizzagate Mm -hmm. but somehow this version of that conspiracy theory had escaped me up until this point probably because i'm not spending enough time on the dark web but (laughs) one surefire way to get us to cover a topic on this show is to tweet at me and say hey have you ever covered this Because, man, Uh we got a lot of episodes and we got a lot more to go. So I always need topics. So someone tweeted at me and asked if we'd covered this. And we have not. So we're talking about Frazzle Drip. Yay! First of all, I'm always covering things in Frazzle Drip. And second of all, um, I don't know how you could have covered this just based on the timeline because it's so recent. But that's how the the world moves fast these days. It's a whole new world, you know. And uh, I was excited when you showed me it. It's not so much that it's recent, it's that it's back in the news. Because this is a thing, remember there was that really famous congressional, like, or I think it was the Senate, one of the two, where they had the Google CEOs, and they were grilling them with questions, and one of them Mm -hmm. had to explain to, I think, Ted Cruz that they don't actually make the iPhone, they just, uh, people use their service on the iPhone, no, Steve King, they had to explain that too. Racist Steve King, not poor writer Steve King. Stephen right. King. But in that same congressional testimony, someone actually brought up Frazzle Drip. Mm-hmm. They asked uh, the CEO of Google about Frazzle Drip and like, what is what was the deal with this? What's the deal with this uh, story? And uh, I think the, you know, understandably, the CEO of Google was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, buddy. You yeah. The, the person who brought it up in that meet in that testimony, though, was doing it not from a standpoint of how come you aren't investigating frazzle drip it was more (laughs) he he was saying have you heard about this conspiracy and is it a thing you're trying to stop 
the spread of Mm -hmm. because when we were when um i first looked up an article about it i got taken to something where it's just talking about the issue of course with uh youtube and conspiracies and why you know uh if you don't even have a youtube history attached to your account if you search something kind of innocuous i guess like Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, you would think that kind of should be akin to the experience of you looking it up in an encyclopedia, right? Or just like, uh, I don't know, maybe a news search engine. But really, your YouTube experience when you search things like that is you will immediately be given a large series of conspiracies, conspiracy-related videos. It's like the primary funnel for conspiracies is YouTube. And it's not because you have an interest in conspiracies. It's because you search something that is just, I don't know, inherently political. So... Right. That's where it is. Yeah. That's kind of a problem. <laughs> it's it's a huge problem. And, like, I don't doubt that YouTube's heart was in the right place when they developed their algorithm. Because YouTube's algorithm is fucking great for discovering new music. Like, oh, if yes. you just start listening to a band you like and let it play long enough, they'll start playing similar stuff. And it's probably going to be stuff you like. Mm-hmm. The problem is they also combine that or they also apply that to things like conspiracy theories and i mean i've been pretty vocal about the fact that i'm not necessarily in favor of banning conspiracy theories i think that's a very dangerous uh road to go down but Mm -hmm. i mean information needs to be policed in some way because there's a lot of fake information out there yeah the the problem is that uh well also i think it's the issue that YouTube's audience, a large part of it is underage, right? And uh, there's no sort of way to get kids to understand what news is and what conspiracy videos are or where the twain meet sometimes. Think of the children, right. for God's sake. I try to find that article where they're talking about it. But um, yeah, it is a, it's, a, it's a problem with the algorithm that always leads you back to conspiracies. It's just not the way that good data works. Um, you know, I would always think of myself and you know your brain, which is, you know, you're depressed if you're always coming up with depressing you know, conclusions to everything. Like, you know, everything is a result of me being a terrible person. You know, you're sick because your computer, if it did that all the time, you'd be like, oh, that's broken. It doesn't work. YouTube always leads the way to conspiracies and it's always really early on. And they're always, I mean, not to say that conspiracies used to be softer, but I don't know. There's a big difference between a conspiracy that Hillary Clinton and all the people around her are involved in lobbying and they're involved in child murder rape where they jerk off with the blood and the, the adrenochrome. It makes them go delirious and they turn into wolves under the Bilderberg moons, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's sex tunnels. Yeah, we should talk about adrenochrome yeah. because that's very important to understanding what this frazzle drip conspiracy is is all about Mm -hmm. and i'll stop driving people insane by saying that word over and over without explaining what it is it's the name of a video that was allegedly found on anthony weiner's computer right under a folder called inch what life insurance or insurance policy insurance and that's all alleged alleged i think that's very like there is definitely a conspiracy afoot when it comes to frazzle drip and pizzagate I just don't know if it's the conspiracy people think it is. Like, I mm-hmm. don't, like, obviously, there are rich people involved in child sex trafficking. We have five goddamn competing documentaries on the air about it right now. Right. But that doesn't mean every piece of information that you have been fed in regards to that is true and accurate. For sure. And I think personally, that's the conspiracy here. Like, obviously, there is a problem, like, sex trafficking is a global problem, 
that does obviously involve a lot of rich and powerful people. But you also have to take into account that that's a situation where if the right thing happens and those people start going down, you could in some ways tag innocent people onto that and take them down with it if you manufacture the right evidence. Well, yeah. I mean, I had sent you this week that there is a gentleman who is exposing a lot of uh, the gulags and the, you know, oppression under Stalin. He recently is being jailed in Russia for sexual assault. And people claim that that's, you know, a smear job and that he actually didn't do anything. And he's an enemy of Putin. Things like that. I'm like, sure. Yeah, let's all go. Uh, I'm game for that. But in this case, um, yeah, I just think there also is an aspect to it. Maybe it's just because the name is so silly that you sometimes wonder because it all comes from like 4chan. It's just that sense. Am I being trolled? Right. And we'll get to another example of a video that is clearly 4chan trolling people. Yeah. That has also been taken as evidence that John Podesta and Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation are all engaging in abuse of children. And there are some pieces of evidence out there, I guess, if you want to call it that, that do look kind of damning, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll explain For it. sure. Like, here's, yeah. here's the thing. I don't, like, this point is brought up in a video that we're going to discuss and we'll link to also on the website, but I don't doubt that John Podesta might be a pedophile. Mm-hmm. I just think you have to be careful about what evidence you accept in trying to prove that point, because... That's a really easy way to discredit people, to feed them fake information that they then spread far and wide so normal thinking folk can point at them and go, well, that's already been proven fake, so everything that person is saying is fake. That is classic government tactics. Mm-hmm. Wait, Richard Doty, kind of smear job gibberish. We know we know the score. But uh, you, may, you, do, you do give very great notes about adrenochrome, and I think maybe if we talked about Pizzagate, we might have talked about adrenochrome a little bit. But yeah, so this drug or this chemical, whatever you want to say, it's a drug that you might have heard of before in, you know, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The theory is that the elites love adrenochrome. And the person who puts this forth is, as you read here, this conspiracy theorist, Liz Crokin. And uh, she says, adrenochrome is a drug that the elites love. It comes from children. The drug is extracted from the pituitary glands of tortured children. It's sold on the black market. It's the drug of the elites. It is their favorite drug. It is beyond evil. It is demonic. It is so sick. And yeah, like you mentioned, if that all sounds familiar, you're probably thinking of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. where Hunter S. Thompson talks about taking this drug after it's given to him by his batshit insane lawyer. Yeah. And that's kind of where this idea comes from. Like that's in popular culture. That's where this idea that adrenochrome is being harvested from live bodies at least they don't even mention children in fear and loathing in las vegas but that's always a good sign that you may not be going down the right path when it comes from a fucking hunter s thompson book i thought like, he was, that guy's yeah. whole mo was to play kind of fast and loose with the actual facts it's more about the feeling man and like <laughs> new journalism daddy 
get some yeah <laughs> tom wolf in it uh we're putting on our we're putting on our white suits doing our adrenochrome i thought he was just saying it because it sounds like adrenaline and it sounds sciencey because it's chromium you know like uh what the fuck is it a walk hard when they're like la surgic made by scientists <laughs> talking about lsd oh yeah <laughs> yeah just like adrenochrome sounds like metal plus adrenaline how could you get cooler <laughs> you know that sort of deal but the thing about it is it's real. Adrenochrome it is, is a real thing. For sure. And uh, I keep saying for sure. Lord almighty today. But uh, fucking, yeah. And then um, Dwarves of Perception, Aldous Huxley, just, he's like, yeah, I think it's the same effects as mescaline. But he had never taken it. Right. What? And there are other people who've researched mm. it. And their hypothesis was, oh, this is what causes schizophrenia. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. In the 70s, they were studying that, right? Right. 60s and 70s free will and in time <laughs> one of the suggestions is that adrenochrome can only be harvested from traumatized children and no you can synthesize it in a lab just like any other drug we've we've hit that point in history yeah so if adrenochrome is really that popular of a drug you wouldn't have to round up thousands of children and harvest their blood every year you can just make it so that's important to remember. Yeah. And uh, these are the same people that were constantly told are in league with all these corporations and, the, you know, public health companies and uh, genetic engineering. And uh, God damn, I totally remember when these dudes in one of the documentaries were watching. I think it was Above Majestic. And he was like, the elites, they don't die. Their bodies just, they don't age. They're ageless. They live forever. And it's like, we're supposed to believe that these leads have the power of endless aging, but they had to like manually go out and like kidnap children to get their brain drugs. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't want to harp on it, but Hillary Clinton is for sure aging. Yes, she is. And so is Bill Clinton. And so is Anthony Weiner and Huma Abedin. Huma? Is that right? Huma Abedin isn't really aging, but. Mm, yeah. She's also got good genes. So adrenochrome is the sexy sounding drug that they were like, basically all these elites have built these candy houses where they get children to come in and they just crack their little skulls open with, I don't know, like lobster claw things, mouth or whatever, and suck the juices out from within. And that's why Hillary Clinton has a tremors and is like got her brains fried, but she's still like a super young elite. Do you understand that conflict? I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand pushing this notion that Hillary Clinton drinks blood to stay young, but also is suffering from all these medical conditions. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's how that works. She's had seizures and tremors and brain malfunctions, and her handlers yeah. aren't doing a good job, man. Bad handlers. The way this ties into Hillary Clinton and the elites and sex trafficking, mm -hmm. uh, one of the figures that people point to all the time when they're stating the case for this being real is this figure that 800,000 kids go missing in the United States every year. And here's the thing that is true, mm -hmm. but 99% of those kids are then located. They're just <laughs> reported missing. I was going to say, are they then recovered? Because if so, 800,000 pairs of the socks I've ever owned in my life have gone missing. <laughs> You find, exactly. You find all the light. One hundred percent of the lighters I've ever owned are missing. I find them again. And yes, obviously, one percent of eight hundred thousand is still a whole lot. That's eighty thousand kids that just go missing in this country every year. 
So if you're on the side that here's that statistic and it somehow leads you to believe Hillary Clinton is eating faces, you have to at least ask yourself, why are people not being honest about that statistic? Because it's one of the main talking points that you see floated around about this, because it comes from this video of this guy who was apparently ex-CIA talking about adrenochrome, Mm -hmm. and he throws that 800,000 number out there, and that's where people have gotten it from. But like 80,000 is a perfectly shocking number. Why not just go with that? Right. And are we, by children, are we considering any human American from the ages of zero to 18 years old? Yep. Okay. That's going to be a whole lot of runaways and things of the like. Kids who get kicked out of their homes and, you know, what have you. You know, I'm a real dad. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, what is it? I was going to say Linda Ronstadt, but that's not correct. Love is a battlefield. Pat <laughs> There's a lot of Pat Benatars in the world going out and dancing in the streets with their friends, you know, and just being homeless runaways. Like the band, The Runaways. Linda Ronstadt saying love is a rose. Oh, that's much more beautiful. Which is actually a Neil but Young song. But she's a dirty but... liberal too. Don't they all fucking hate Linda Ronstadt? She, oh, she's very she? liberal. Yeah, I think all the conservatives fucking hate Linda Ronstadt now. But anyway, regardless. Um, so, yeah, so those numbers clearly a bit fucked. And uh, we were, but recently it did get published again, you know, promoted how many kids ICE lost. And people are like, see, Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State when ICE lost all those kids. What about that? And it's like, yeah, that is actually really disturbing that ICE lost all those kids. What do you think that's about? Do you think that's tied into this? Well, see, that's. The thing, like, lost kids are definitely something worth looking into. I don't know, like, when it comes to ICE, like, we know kid, we have a broken foster care system in this country. Mm-hmm. And we've heard so many tales of kids just getting lost in this system that predate Hillary Clinton. So to tie that issue to Hillary Clinton just because there are these rumors on the internet yeah. feels like a little bit of a leap to me. And what this whole thing reminds me of is something I bring up all the time, which is Brazil mm-hmm. and how Brazil came to have Jair Bolsonaro as their president. Basically, they had a president named Dilma Rousseff who put this policy in place that made investigating corruption way easier. And a lot of her conservative right-wing opponents were like, shit, we're probably going to get caught in something as a result of this. So what they did is they launched an investigation of their own into this massive scandal that had been going on for decades and decades that involved basically every politician. And they were They successfully blamed it all on Dilma Rousseff and her predecessor, a guy they called Lula, who is hugely popular in Brazil. And they framed it as this thing that was only happening on that side. They sent all of them to prison. Dilma Rousseff got impeached. And then it came out later that both sides were involved in that. And then when it came out that both sides were involved, the side on the right that had put themselves in power were like, Nah, country can't go through another impeachment now. That's that's a brilliant point. And I feel like you have to think about global sex trafficking in the same way. Like, what do you think Trump was doing hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein all those times? Like, do you really think 
something like pedophilia breaks down among party lines and only Democrats, this is only a problem with Democrats. Like, I don't doubt that there are, I mean, it's not even that I don't doubt. Obviously, there are problems with global sex trafficking that involve very rich and powerful people. But what's happening here feels like an effort by one side that was almost certainly involved to make it seem like only the other side was involved. And like, I'm sorry, motherfuckers, that's not justice. That's not how it's supposed to work. Trump's going to have to go down for this, too. Yeah, and there's a lot of hypocrisies that this story exposes on a more minor and less inflammatory level amongst the people involved. Like, uh, you know, doing a little work into some of the people involved, like Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner is a major hypocrite on all these other issues. He was uh, railing against unpaid parking tickets by foreign diplomats in New York City. Then, you know, the news started investigating his staff when he was a congressman. They found, hey, your fucking staff has thousands of dollars in unpaid parking tickets. He was a lobbyist but he did it less than 20% of the time when he was working so, and running for offices. And there, and he was like, there's this like Dashiell Act. So it's after Tom Dashiell where it's like, you don't have to declare yourself your lobbyist if it's less than 20% of your total income, I believe, or hours you work. So he was not telling people he was a lobbyist. Huma Abedin was doing the same thing. She was doing lobbying work while she was working for Hillary as Secretary of State. They tried to nail her on collecting all this money for a time that she didn't work and all this shit. She was using the private email server. She's a huge hypocrite. It's also bizarre because Anthony Weiner, like, was railing against Saudi Arabia and, uh, you know, their role in 9-11. And then his wife is Saudi Arabian. It just seemed unusual to me. I was like, and then she's highly tied to her parents. Are prof- her mom's a professor in Jeddah. And so she's highly tied in with Saudi Arabia. And then they tried to say that her family was connected to the Muslim Brotherhood. I'm not saying she is or anything. It was just like, this is weird. This is a weird confluence of, you know, and obviously the Clintons hang out with the Saudi Arabians all the time. I would say, though, when you talk about, like, why people are more likely to hang out with Jeffrey Epstein. The fact that the Clintons actually had a foundation, which was getting billions of dollars, I don't know, billions, but I think close to billions, from all these shady people, they almost have more of an excuse than Donald Trump does, you know? Because he doesn't have, I mean, he had the Trump Foundation, but that was not. Yeah. The Clinton Foundation is gigantic. Yeah, and the, the Clinton Foundation, I think, still is the subject of an FBI investigation. Mm-hmm. And like... Maybe that will find some sort of connection to child sex trafficking. Yeah. But like for an issue this huge, mm-hmm. I I feel like people should resist the temptation to try it on the internet. Right. Because it's going to get a lot of people discredited and it just makes it sound too crazy to be true when we know it's not too crazy to be true because Jeffrey Epstein existed. Like We all expected Jeffrey Epstein to get murdered in prison, and Jeffrey Epstein got murdered in prison. Something's fucking going on, clearly. Yeah, there's without a doubt something going on. I mean, even Ghislaine Maxwell's father died under very mysterious circumstances after. So people connected to these cases are dying in odd ways. We mentioned that detective who investigated her, who wound up dead. The butler's dead. Epstein's dead. Uh, There are a number of people. Yeah, of course, there's always that saying, you know, that Hillary Clinton has more, you know, suicides around her than Jim Jones. I don't think anyone's ever said that. I think I just made it up. Yeah, that's statistically almost (laughs) impossible. Statistically impossible. Right on. That would, be, that would take a lot. <laughs> oh, man. That would be more like, you know, like a Japanese corporation or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> then I would be like, yeah, lock her up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, of course. But in this case, I mean, I, I just wonder, it's like, what is it about the Clintons that just gets this level of violence associated with them? 
for people who didn't start any wars well hillary wanted a war in iraq i don't know maybe we don't say that but uh i mean bill clinton did some some shit oh, he did in europe some bombings, yeah for yeah mm-hmm. that's right and then in iraq too i think feel like he lit him up a couple of times but uh i don't know man i'm still shocked that people are so convinced they're murderers i do think it just inherently says something about hillary clinton that this is like her version of the p tape yes so with trump we're like did he really watch a bunch of prostitutes pee on a bed and with hillary clinton we're like does she eat kids faces yeah like that just to get that rumor started about yourself takes some level of villainy you know what i would love to do to go, i wish i could go in a time machine back to 2016 we could probably do this now even sorry with current hillary, hillary haters but i would like to ask them individually so what is benghazi and have them explain it to me and just get the various accounts of what it is and what these people imagine oh, yeah. is or how many people died in benghazi where it's like three americans died and then you're looking at corona stats today and you're like oh 140,000 americans are dead but we had we had how many congressional inquiries into three dead yeah I mean, Benghazi would be an interesting episode of this podcast, though. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of this podcast. Did you know there's a new way to subscribe to Conspiracy the Show? Head to conspiracy.supercast.tech, and for just $3 a month, you get every episode of Conspiracy the Show, including bonus episodes, completely ad-free. Not sure if you know this, but as of right now, there are still nearly 40 episodes of this show that have never been released publicly. So, if you're looking for a way to occupy all that newfound free time you have, we can totally help. Again, head to conspiracy.supercast.tech and sign up today for just $3 a month. Or, as always, to get everything the Unpops Network has to offer for one still insanely low price, check out patreon.com slash unpops. Either way, thanks for listening and thanks for the support. We love you. Let's get back to the show. So let's talk about the video. In this video, it's the name of a video that is alleged to have been found on Anthony Weiner's computer. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how the Hillary Clinton email scandal broke. Because here's the thing, Anthony Weiner's a fucking pedophile. He wasn't just texting underage girls and being like, hey, you up? Like, look at those fucking texts. He was like, hey, how about you dress up in a baby doll costume and uh, let's do some rape fantasy stuff. Like, it was hardcore shit with girls he knew were underage. Mm -hmm. So, clearly, he was worthy of being investigated for pedophile stuff. Uh And in the process of that, This either FBI or NYPD official, one of the two, finds all of these emails between Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of where the theory here gets weird, because what everyone argues is that that agent found this video while looking through Anthony Weiner's laptop and through his communications. But also all of the documents from that like the we'll link to it i found a letter on the fbi vault website kind of announcing the discovery of these emails on anthony weiner's laptop and they make it really clear that they're not gonna look at them Mm -hmm. because that's not what they're investigating 
Oh, just a minor point about the laptop itself, which is we mentioned that he had the emails related to his wife's work. The wife did later. I don't know if this is true or not. But the wife did claim that she also used they shared a computer basically for work and that he wasn't like accessing her stuff or he wasn't. It doesn't appear that he was like doing work with them. It was just she was just like, honey, I'm going to use your laptop to check my email while she's like stirring the sauce or whatever, you know, in the kitchen. Right. These are the things. The walnut sauce. <laughs> While he's in, while he's laying in bed with their like four year old in bed with him, while he's got a big fucking heart on, like a freak. Jesus Christ! Did I did I tell you the description that he gave a woman on Twitter that I have included in my notes when he said like when he was like he described himself as a like perpetually horny, argumentative middle aged man. I was that like, sounds about right. No, thank you. No thanks. Yeah. Argumentative and horny. What a what a combo. <laughs> Anthony Weiner is definitely a problem. He's a huge problem. And it's a bummer because he's so good at healthcare. Yeah, that's the thing. He's a really effective politician, but he's probably also a sociopath, and that probably goes a long way toward explaining why he's a very effective politician. Yeah. And we also gotta remember that I completely fucking forgot about this documentary. There was a documentary made about Huma. And Anthony Weiner called Weiner that was about when he tried to run for uh, New York City mayor after he had his initial scandals back in 2011 and 2013. And you're just the balls on this guy. This He is a ballsy character who almost c- c- kind of repeatedly set himself up to fuck up and fail in the public eye like this. You know, he's, a, he's there's something wrong with him. I think he's a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a psycho, a psycho pedophile, like right. sex feet, sex addict, uh, in, like the ego to someone to be so publicly shamed and vilified and then be like, I'm going to go back. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to do the same thing again. This 15 year old won't tell people that I'm texting her. It's like, what is wrong with you, man? All those 22 year olds did. Those talking 22 year olds. I'm done yeah. with them. I got to get an impressionable kid in on this. Oh, my God. And on the laptop that I share with my wife and her work with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that that part is pretty fucking crazy. Also, the thing about this is, so you have to imagine that he's got this video on his laptop of his wife and her boss murder, tearing a kid's face off and wearing it. What is he doing with it? He's just, it's just storage. It's just hanging out there. Is he sharing it to people? Well, that's the, the thinking behind why it was in a folder called insurance. Uh, yeah. Because if things ever went awry and he had to have a bargaining chip he's got this video but what, what maybe i've probably seen too much mr robot but actually i haven't seen too much mr i haven't seen enough because i didn't watch the whole series but wouldn't you have to do a thing like where you're like i have a lawyer who has the video so if i get murdered the video gets sent to a guy at cnn who's like lined up and then there's an unburnable server don't well the other thing that's weird about it is people say like one of the suggestions is that this was Huma Abedin's folder where she kept incriminating information about Hillary Clinton in case she ever had to go public with it. But here's the thing. Would you choose a video of both of you cutting a child's face off? No. Is that what you would, you would not show up to the FBI and go, you're not going to believe what I have on Hillary Clinton and slide that fucking tape across the table. People are going to be like, well, that's you also like you're just you're both just going to go to prison now. For real. Here's here's the things we can list off just that they do in this video. So they're supposed to be torturing a child, 
drinking blood, wearing a face as a mask. And this is supposedly, have you heard that it takes place anywhere other than the Epstein Island? Because I read Epstein Island as for a locale. Yeah, there's a, let's play this video quick. Like they do in seppuku in Japanese martial arts, harikiri is the term they used in World War II. They cut her with a Z across her stomach and pulled out her intestines uh. and around their necks. And then, <clears throat> um, excuse me, I gotta take a drink of water. I mean, it's just it's it's, it's nauseating. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. They then, um, once she was sufficiently terrified. And still alive, they reach up with looks like some kind of forcep, kind of bit, very slender at the end, into the nose, and up into into jamming it up into the brain. They know how to knew how to do this, so they didn't uh. kill the girl. They pulled her pineal out through her nose, uh. and they ate each one ate half of it. Um, uh. I think Hillary offered it. Hillary did it and offered it to Uma. And we're back. That is allegedly an NYPD detective describing what's on this video. And the things they describe, like, who would film that? Tripod. They have to just set up. Yeah. Like, it's it's mentioned that, like, it. if you see these alleged screenshots from it, it's very grainy surveillance footage. And occasionally you'll hear that this video happened at Comet ping pong pizza which is a popular sex trafficking spot in washington dc apparently but then if you listen to that recording from that detective he says the kid was uh, tied to a tree they're growing trees in that fucking pizza place <laughs> they're like people are elves they're like pizza elves i just i keep snickering and laughing and it's not it's not like that but it's just there's something about it's just i feel like they're giving things the stupidest names possible to make these fucking people on 4chan look as dumb as possible to believe this like i can't believe you know like naming a boat Bodie mcboatface i feel like that's the equivalent of everything that happens with the navy on this shit it's a comet ping pong pizza and frazzle trip yeah the thing about the video i don't think it exists like where is the video because we're going to talk about another video in a second that very much exists i can point you to where it's from and i feel fine pointing you to where that video is because it's fucking fake it is not a video of john podesta abusing a child it's a fucking music video so where are all of the clips of this video where where are are the people like, no one, when this was posted to the dark web, downloaded it and shared it anywhere. It's just all rumors that it exists. That's what I find absurd about it. And just a little cursory search deal. What I found, I think I uh, hipped you to it, the site ForbiddenKnowledgeTV.net, Frazzledrip is real. So they claim uh, that this is all connected to this dude, Peter Dalglish. A senior yeah. advisor to the UN's World Health Organization, and he's been celebrated for over 30 years as a champion of terrible causes for at-risk kids. And they say that he was arrested at the time this article was published two weeks ago in Kathmandu, Nepal, by local police on allegations of sex, child sex abuse. And they found that he may have abused uh, many children and that he's uh, the one responsible for leaking a copy of the infamous Hillary and Huma pedophile snuff video to the dark web. 
you know, because old people who work in government are always good at leaking videos. What? He is, though, as confirmed on the internet, this dude, uh, Peter Dalglish, Dalglish? I don't know. He's the Canadian founder of the Street Kids International Charity. Ooh. And he is a convicted sex offender. And he is currently in prison in Nepal for nine years, being convicted of sexually assaulting two young boys. Yeah, and I think I mentioned before we started recording that that's one of the things that makes me feel like he doesn't actually have any knowledge of this tape. The fact that he is in prison and not dead leads me to believe he doesn't actually have the knowledge of this that people are saying. Because if motherfuckers can get to Jeffrey Epstein in prison in the United States, how fucking hard can it be to get to a dude who's in prison in fucking Nepal? I mean, anecdotally, I watched, I fell in love with the series 101 East, which is made by Al Jazeera. And from their reports, like a 60 minute type of show and exposing like corruption, different problems of life. From watching that show, I concluded that living in Nepal is the worst thing on earth. It is. Nepal is one of the worst countries to live in. Like people from Nepal, uh, are a lot of them are involved in organ trading, selling their kidneys illegally. Um, a lot of them end up being abused as workers in countries in the UAE and in um, Malaysia. You know, like they yeah. go over there to work construction jobs and high rises. They die. They get maimed. So it is a, a brutal, crushing poverty. Very sad. And like life is harsh. Men are willing to sell like eyes and stuff to get just basic subsistence existence. So, yes. Can you fucking buy those guards off? You're goddamn right you can. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure you could get in there and take care of that guy. Yeah. So that's worth asking yourself. Why mm-hmm. isn't that guy dead? If the Clinton body count is a real thing and this video is a real thing, how have they managed not to get to a dude in prison in Nepal? Yeah, he's got the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm living pretty over here serving years for... And how do you get... How does this guy get arrested and get processed and can't buy everyone off? Doesn't that seem weird too? Like that they made the charges? I'm shocked. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Obviously they should, but that surprises me. Yeah. Agreed. So if you're questioning why Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin would do this, it's because of adrenochrome, which we talked about at the beginning of the show. The thinking is that the best adrenochrome, just like we learned on Snowpiercer that babies taste the best, apparently the younger you are, you also produce the best adrenaline when you're scared. Yeah. It's like Monsters, Inc. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw Monsters, Inc., but I'm sure. I'm sorry. I think a large... Well, in Monsters, Inc., they harness the children for their energy for the city. And that's what they're powered on. There's the whole city... Their whole universe is powered on children's screams. Much like Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin can't have their lesbianic tryst without lubing themselves up with child blood. Right? That's what I think they imagine they do, right? That's the whole th- undercurrent to everything. That this, it's a veiled lesbian accusation against the two of them. That's what I gather also. Oh yeah, for sure. That's I mean that's been that's been alleged outside of Pizzagate. I just want to confirm this extra la- layer of homophobia on top of this uh, hatred of liberals, fear of science. <laughs> so let's talk about one of the pieces of evidence that is circulating a whole lot on the internet right now. Mm-hmm. It is a screenshot of this section of notes that is alleged to be from the government. And here's the things it lists. Wiener, texting 15-year-old, sexually explicit. 
926 federal search warrant iPhone iPad laptop initial analysis of laptop thousands emails Hillary Clinton in foundation crime against children and that does look pretty fucking damning I won't deny that for one second and it is very real that bit of notes is from an actual government document it's from notes where an FBI agent was discussing what he'd been briefed on that morning with James Comey and it happened on October 4th 2016 while the Wiener investigation was happening but here's the thing one the FBI had a separate investigation going into the Clinton Foundation yes we don't really know why but I think it centers more around maybe money laundering or taxes, something like that. Yeah, or it could be like propping up dictators, getting weird donations for people and I don't know, stuff connected to the UN. Any number of things. Lobbying. It could be anything. Right. But we also know they were investigating Anthony Weiner's laptop. Mm-hmm. And the things listed there are all separate topics. I mean, I get it looks bad, but it's not smoking gun proof that the FBI discussed the Hillary Clinton Foundation committing crimes against children. Because you have to remember what Anthony Weiner did, also a crime against children. Yes, yes. I mean, there's that. that's such a vague note. I'm just thinking that if something, how to put this, if there was evidence of Hillary Clinton in the Clinton Foundation committing crimes against children, the FBI has not been reticent about investigating Hillary Clinton. No. So why wouldn't they just keep investigating hillary clinton. <laughs> it's not like they're like whoa we don't investigate hillary clinton that's not what happens around here we're the fbi motherfuckers we don't like sex trafficking children but more than that we also hate investigating hillary clinton they quite like investigating <laughs> hillary clinton they've done it many times yeah and it's important to take into account that those notes come from a document that is more than 500 pages long hmm. uh, we'll link to it on the website it's the Department of Justice's inquiry into the FBI's handling of Hillary Clinton's emails after they were found on Anthony Weiner's laptop. And there are notes, there are handwritten notes from FBI agents in that fucking thing. There are text messages between FBI agents in that document. And the one thing you don't see throughout any of those 500 pages is anyone being like, holy shit, did you see that video? We gotta take Hillary Clinton down right fucking now. There's no one who's like, man, I'm gonna kill myself after watching that. Which is another thing that's been alleged, which is that cops have started killing themselves after watching this video. Like, it's the fucking ring yeah, I was gonna say, something. who comes out of the well? Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, Yeah, in any of those 500 plus pages, nowhere is there anyone getting all worked up about having found what is arguably, if it's real, the most horrific crime committed by a U.S. government official, probably of all time. It would be the most horrific crime, yes, that any U.S. public official had ever personally committed or personally been in the presence of that I could ever think of, besides possibly that congressman going to Jonestown and they all killed him. <laughs> Well, they killed him first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he missed it. Damn. Uh, that doesn't work. See? It's the most. I couldn't even think of one. That really fit. Christ almighty. No one's like, man, Hillary Clinton, remember everyone? how everyone's talking about her pantsuits? You know what I want to talk about? How she rips kids' faces off. 
I'm just saying, you think it'd come up one more time. Also, I don't think these people know how removing a f- removing skin works because in the picture that I sent you, they're like, this is a drill that they used to rip someone's head off. And I was like, that's not what drills do. Drills drill into things. Well, what they're saying there is that the hair was wrapped around the drill bit and huh? pulled the scalp off. Uh, okay. Okay. Try it. See if it works. I don't know. We're going to myth busters. <laughs> conspiracy busters we have a bunch of like fake heads set up with wigs on them we try to rip scalp off with a drill we're like see it doesn't work could happen we need to take that to youtube so the point i'm getting at is if you take this one bit of notes as proof that this is real at least go give that entire document a little read like imagine what kind of person you would have to be to be in the FBI and see this video and be like, we got to protect Hillary Clinton. Like, there's, we, have to, we have to keep this from the public. No, you'd be like, fucking arrest her right now. Yeah, 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 you would talk about that for sure. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't jive with me that this many people could be, bear witness to this level of violence and stuff, and uh, that this video also could get out, but is not really out. It's like half out. How do you half leak a video? So one of the articles I read, they claim that this took place at Epstein's estate, and they claim that Epstein's estates had incinerators all over them. And I'm like, what? Like, it's fucking Auschwitz? What are you talking about? Incinerators all over the property? There was... There have been a few documentaries that have gone to that place. Like, where are those incinerators at? I don't ever remember incinerators being mentioned in anything I've read about them. No. So they were trying to say that, like, you know, this came out. But normally, you don't see these videos because, you know, they're all in servers which go into incinerators in the secret tunnels. They also said secret tunnels. So this all, these all takes place in tunnels. Yeah, there's there's all of that. And yeah, there's a there's another document out there from the FBI vault website that I mentioned earlier that mm-hmm. is about them discovering these emails on Anthony Weiner's laptop. And on that document, too, it's the targets of the investigation that are listed are Anthony Weiner, and then it says producers of child pornography. And again, that stuff is definitely a bad look, but they could very well just be referring to Anthony Weiner. Yeah, of course. Like he what he did fits that description yeah i mean he took a sexy photo with a child next to him he sure did it's an image that's most meant to elicit a sexual response and there's a kid in the picture so it's child pornography i don't know if he intends the kid to be part of the arousal but a kid is there that is oh when that came out i uh yeah i could my brain was having a very hard time with that look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, one of the weird things I came across researching this is this guy called the Legendary Punisher, who, to me, like, he's a fucking hero among QAnon types. If you go to his Twitter account, people love this guy. To me, 
he could not possibly look more like a fucking government agent playing a character trying to rile people up. Did you say possibly? <laughs> <laughs> He's possibly the worst guy connected to Pizzagate. Man, so many coded references in this podcast. It's going to drive people nuts. <laughs> coded like a thick walnut. <laughs> uh, you're just being cheesy now, Laura. Oh, oh uh, CPP. I can't. It's just horrifying. When you say the legendary Punisher, I'm imagining a 60-year-old guy who drives a Topper who wears a leather duster and has, like, top-out shirts. Kinda. Ew. He's Yikes. Uh, his his Twitter handle is legendary punis2. P-U-N-I-S-2. Whatever. I think he misspelled penis. There's this video of him. It was shot by this site called Right Side Broadcasting Network which is exactly what it fucking sounds like. Brilliant. <laughs> and it's ostensibly them just walking up to a random person at a Trump rally and getting his unfiltered, completely off-the-cuff comments on the state of the world. And suspiciously, they let this motherfucker talk for four solid minutes, which when have you ever seen a reporter just hand a motherfucker the mic for four goddamn minutes? And he gives this talk that looks like a wrestling promo. He's got these fucking white sunglasses on. He's got all these fucking catchy slogans that he's spitting out. And it just looks so fucking fake and suspicious to me. And speaking of fake and suspicious, that video went up on YouTube, the one that we'll link to, on June 22nd, 2020. His Twitter account also started June 2020. Laura, guess how many followers he has? Four. 32,000 followers already. That's weird. It is very weird. Like, this guy was apparently not at all involved in posting this shit on the internet in any way on Twitter. And then, just like that, in June of 2020, this hot new personality on the QAnon scene emerges and motherfuckers think they're not being played. Like he is a character who is selling a story. Yeah. And you know, he's selling a story because his pinned tweet is this really infamous video that alleges to show John Podesta abusing a child. It's a video called fatherhood. And if you view it, through that lens it is a horrifying video but you also have to take into account twitter hasn't taken it down even though this guy has thirty-two thousand followers his tweets get all sorts of interaction so why would twitter let something like that stay up there are two explanations that aren't going to please anyone one they are covertly in on trying to spread this conspiracy theory or two they know the video's fake and here's the thing. We know the video is fake. On a YouTube site, Titus Frost is the guy who debunked this video. Seems like kind of an asshole, but he does a, a fine job breaking down where this video came from. He's a YouTuber. I mean, that's typical. And he traced the roots of this video back to another video called Theme Song Caillou, which was posted by a user named Silva Gunner. The voice in the video is ripped from a completely other YouTube video. And they also, in this video, show Reddit threads 
from months and months ago where people are asking if someone actually died in this Caillou Rip video. And the guy who made it jumps in and goes, no, fuck faces. I wouldn't put an actual murder on the internet. So before this video was called Fatherhood and reportedly showed John Podesta abusing a child, it was already on the internet as another thing that people had already determined was not a real video. But it's still the legendary Punisher's pinned tweet. And I don't know, like, where did that guy fucking come from? At the very least, fucking ask that guy to show you his driver's license. Like, not even tweet it. Just be like, hey, I won't, I'll keep my hands up so I'm not screenshotting it. Can we get on a video chat? Can I please see your driver's license and know who you actually are? And I guarantee that motherfucker is a cop of some sort. A cop or an actor? Yeah. Oh, he's just out of the blue? I mean, this man is the human equivalent of a pile of bricks. Not to talk of his intelligence. I'm saying he is like a cop put out a giant pile of bricks by a riot. You know what I'm saying? That's who he is as a human being. He's the human embodiment of that, which is he's just uh, an actor. He's a crisis actor. He's what they allege that all these people are, which is he appears to be a human being, which is composed possibly by some uh, creation of a writer who works for some organization. God knows which one. But yeah, this just does not seem real at all. And the fact that the video was called Theme Song Caillou is just a big whistle in my mind to point out that uh, how many people hide, do hide images of graphic, horrific violence within videos for kids to try to get them to see it on YouTube. That's a big trend. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. Or hiding them in Peppa Pig videos and things like that to make kids watch disgusting, horrendous images of violence or gross shit. And uh, it's something that seems like it's created to abuse children, but it's supposed to be a video exposing child abuse. You know what I mean? Like, it's meant to trick kids into watching it, which is child abuse, but it's it's a video that says it's exposing child abuse. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so disgusting. But with all that said, pedophiles and sex trafficking rings do obviously exist. Yeah. And, like, who else but rich people are engaging in that shit? It's not like... Your friend Don, who works an accounting job, is saving up so he can blow $15,000 on an abducted child at some point. No, the real minor version of it, of course, is just people who go to, you know, like jerk-off parlors and stuff. I mean, they, on a small level, do encourage human trafficking. And there was actually, I mean, we do want to say, you know, there are a lot of cases that are being exposed right now, for real. Um, like um, in Italy, it was just revealed that a lot of uh, these migrant women or a lot of women have been sex trafficked from Africa and the guys who were holding them just left them to starve during coronavirus while it was going on, just like left them in a house somewhere, you know, and they, you know, had a very various medical problems and a lot of them died and stuff like that. So, I mean, sex traffickers and human trafficking is being exposed for real. If you want to help to end human trafficking, you can do it for real cases and real people instead of making this stuff up, you know, and chasing these ghosts and, uh, you know, false videos and whatever else. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, every time there's a big child sex trafficking or pedophilia arrest, QAnon types and Frazzledrip types who are the ones who will tweet about it and be like, see, it's coming. Well, if this video exists, why hasn't Hillary Clinton been arrested? Yeah. Like, the government has shown every willingness to arrest child sex traffickers governments all around the world yeah look at that fucking dude it's in nepal right now the un dude so where are all of these arrests and that's the thing 
it could very well be that they're trying to build a public case. Like, so much of this reminds me of this, like, all right, I don't want to get off track. Child sex trafficking rings exist, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But if you honestly think this is a thing run by the deep state, which implies intelligence organizations of some sort and government officials, like if you really think that's who's doing this, I would encourage you to watch the documentary Mirage Men, which Laura and I did an episode about a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy named Richard Doty who worked for the U.S. Air Force Office of Special Investigation. And here's what his job was. If someone was uh, looking for UFO stuff and they stumbled upon actual U.S. government or military technology, he would go to those people and give them more information and be like, yep, you sure are on to something. Here's more classified documents. How about you share these with your followers? And then those people would share those with their followers And then the government would immediately come out and be like, that's fake. That person's lying because the information they were fed was fake. Mm -hmm. And the person who gave them that information was lying because that was the point was to put a little bit of stink on that person's investigation into this. So anything else they ever come up with, people would just be like, well, you were already proven a liar when you published that other stuff. Yeah. And If you really do believe that this is some sort of deep state sex trafficking ring, then I'm sorry, you got to open yourself up to the possibility that you're going to be fucking lied to by the people doing it. And they might lie to you to make you look bad. And this could just as easily be an example of that. Very well could. Very well could. And uh, when we talk about the fact that uh, we suspect that there's cases being built Building a case is typically something that you do when you're looking at stuff like financial impropriety, let's say, taxes, stuff where you're accumulating more data to prove your case. With murder cases or cases of rape, when you have a motherfucking video of it, you can go to trial. You don't got to wait around on it and build up more evidence. Yeah. I mean, unless you're trying R. Kelly, obviously. (laughs) I'm not saying you're going to win the case. I'm saying you can go to trial. not saying you're going to win. Then you need him. You need him to do it in a music video for that to work. Yes. Otherwise, video is not going to cut it. You need the girl to look a certain way. No. Um. But with all that said, I think this does bring up a really interesting question, which is the the idea of believing women. And this really tests the limits of that because there are like, what about Sarah Ruth Ashcraft? She has hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter and she has been steadfast in her claims that she was sexually abused by both Hillary Clinton and Tom Hanks and that her father basically sold her to Tom Hanks at one point Mm -hmm. as uh, so he could have sex with her and who's believing her there's also a girl named Katie Groves who has an entire YouTube page that is about her being a survivor of an MK Ultra sex abuse cult. And people, I think, would see her video and hear what she says and go, oh, well, she's clearly mentally ill. But why? We know MK Ultra was real. And we know that they looked very much into what kind of impact trauma has on a person, mm-hmm. and especially a young person. So what about that? 
who is the comedian who used to host the Oscars, who's got a you know, very big nose, ski slope nose, and there's a woman who used to claim for years that he was her handler and that he had sexually abused her. Uh, the guy who used to do USO tours, the comedian. Bob Hope? Bob Hope, yes. There's a woman who I've seen her videos where she claims that Bob, Bob Hope was um, an MK Ultra agent and that he sexually abused her for years and sold her out to people in Hollywood, like pimped her out. Yeah, and like there's Corey Feldman who yeah. tried a whole bunch of times to expose pedophilia in Hollywood. He's dead now, right? <laughs> no, just his career. Um God, I love his song. Have you ever heard his song, What's Up With The Youth? He went on Howard Stern show in like 93, and he plays this Michael Jackson ripoff song called What's Up With The Youth that I just think about it all the time. It's a great tune. But I'm just, yeah, telling you, I mean, it's difficult to reconcile because, of course, yes, there is child sex trafficking. There is a a worldwide pedophile network. It's called the Catholic Church. It exists. You can go check it out. Uh, I grew up in it. And... (laughs) I grew up in an international child sex trafficking ring called the called the Catholic Church, and my parents gave them tons of money, you know, my whole life. So, uh, but at the same time, I also did grow up during the era of the Satanic Panic, and um, I went to high school with this boy who's I don't want to blanky on his name, but his grandmother, his aunt, and his father had all gone to prison for running a preschool in Massachusetts where they were accused of child sex abuse and was later found to be bogus bullshit. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what this reminds me of. It feels like that's what it's building up to is a version, like not even a version of the satanic panic, just a new satanic panic. And the thing about the satanic panic is it sent a lot of innocent people to prison. That's how it ended. And the very underrated sequel to The Satanic Panic, which, mention this today, a lot of people are still shocked by this, but shaken baby syndrome is bullshit. A lot of people went to prison over shaken baby syndrome accusations that were completely and totally false. And the same people that pushed The Satanic Panic were the same people that pushed shaken baby syndrome. So we have two examples in American history of the entire country being whipped up into a panic and sending so many innocent people to prison. And it was all fake. And this feels like the third go round for that, where it's going to end in a lot of people being called pedophiles who might not necessarily be, but it is a very effective way to eliminate your enemies, that's for sure. It's, a uh, yeah, these vicious crimes against children, which are um, something that would be, it's crimes that you don't even hear about people actually committing in prison. It's something that's, uh, you know, speaks to a kind of darkness and evilness that you would have to be an inhuman to almost uh, ever think about doing, you know? It's not just yeah. like, you know, oh, they rape kids, it's like, and they eat their faces. Yeah, and it's... It's obviously a message that's really resonating with a lot of people. And that's, that's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And we mentioned this before, but Peter Thiel does get blood transfusions from a college student. If you want to talk about people eating kids' blood or using kids' blood, you don't have to make it up. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the main point here. Like, I don't intend this podcast to be some sort of like personal exoneration of Hillary Clinton like no. I don't know what the fuck she gets up to and I know a lot of rich people do abuse and traffic kids but I'm just saying be careful of the evidence you accept because it could blow 
the wheels off this thing before it even gets fucking rolling. And we should be very cognizant of the fact that just on paper, when you're looking at a conspiracy and the main people who are being accused of things are Jews, Muslims, and women, I think you need to ask yourself, who are the people who are going after them? You know, it's like sometimes there are gender politics, identity and issues going on with these things that are beyond just the individual characters involved. And you're like, yes, I think there is something to it that it's often liberals and women who are being accused of these horrible crimes. And I just think it does, or people's willingness to believe these accusations does stem in part from their natural prejudice against people from these groups. Yes, Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein and Anthony Weiner are all Jewish. Yes, John Podesta is Italian. Hillary Clinton is a woman of whatever nationality she is. But it's like, but it just, it does seem a bit, it is something that I keep my ears open to when this shit comes down the pipeline. Because, you know, it's not always a coincidence. I do think that people who are especially interested in these cases do are some of the same people who believe in a lot of stuff to do with one world order and you know anti-semitism is rampant within those communities so and again i'm obviously not saying child sex trafficking doesn't happen i know global sex trafficking rings are a real thing and i know a lot of rich and powerful people are involved in them i just think this hillary clinton face video might be some bullshit like we know the podesta video is bullshit we know some fucking disgraced former backyard wrestler is now magically the face of this movement with an audience bigger than mine after having started a YouTube page one month ago. Just open your heart to the idea that you could be fucking getting <laughs> lied to right now, people. I know. Is this grass? Because it feels like AstroTurf. all right right man yeah it's so green you never realize what's going on yeah and this is not the first it's not the first and it won't be the last you know we had pizzagate and this is a continuing it's a second wave it's just like corona baby we're hitting that second wave of pizzagate stuff pizzagate did not die it got reheated (laughs) (laughs) we didn't lick it we didn't eat it oh we just reheated it it's pizzagate part two baby Papa John's, I've eaten 40 pizza gate videos in 20 days. So I think that's our episode. Yeah, yeah, man. Pizza gate reheated, frazzle drip the beam. (laughs) (laughs) Sip in on that drip, drip, frazzle drip. You are determined to get that rap song (laughs) off the ground, aren't you? I just want to rectify my performance. Man, I don't know. For God's sake, what a nightmare. Thank you for looking everything up, though. I'm glad that you got some more you got some more uh, dirt in the pile than I did. Is that an expression? I think so. <laughs> so what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. You can subscribe to the Unpops Network there. If you don't like Patreon or Patreon.com slash Unpops, you can even subscribe just to Conspiracy the Show if you go to that Supercast site. Or... For links to all of that shit, just go to unpops.com slash subscribe. Laura, what do you got to plug? Uh, at the moment, not much for plugs. I uh, just uh, could, gonna continue to thank you guys for listening to the show. You know, tell your friends about it. Uh, you can find me online at Crawford Comic. And, you know, let me know if you have anything that you would like me to particularly comment on or react to. I don't know. I've been thinking about it because I watch so much, to you know, fucking shit. And then I look online and people are just, it's people watching. I watch people watching shit. And I'm like, do people want to watch me watch shit? 
Maybe. Good God, who knows? Oh, yeah. Follow the show at Conspirapops on Twitter. Conspirapops. I started watching Star Trek. That's changed my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Laura wants to plug Star Trek. Yeah. You guys seen this shit? (laughs) What? Okay. But uh, yeah, no, having a great time. Thank you. All right. Let's get out (laughs) of here. Laura, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.